Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Far Out Wisdom Podcast. I'm using Squadcast at the most at the moment, so you're going to hear me move around a little bit um, because I'm recording on the floor. Um, I am in the process of um, putting a throw carpet right in the middle of this whole studio because it makes this sounds a lot better. Um, I'm not really. I like to hold my microphone. I know that sounds really weird to other podcasters because they like to put their mic on a arm stand, um, but I don't. I like to hold my microphone. It's, it's just something that I got used to when I was, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to perform. So I like to hold my microphone. It's like my little tool that I have. So um, it's just one of my pet peeves. Um, but uh Anyways, before I begin, you guys could uh, support me now um, in the information down below. There is a, de- uh, a link um, in the description. You guys could become a Patreon member for $5 a month. I'm going to drop the tier to like a dollar, but $5 members will have the opportunity to um, write their own little subjects um, that you want me to talk about. And I'm, of course, I'm going to give you a shout out. If you guys become my Patreon, even if you're a dollar member, I don't care. I love everybody who support this show. You can also PayPal me and Ven- Venmo um, any amount of donation that you wish. Even I don't give a shit if it's only 50 cents. But the reason with that, with that I'm doing this is because I want to do this full time and any support that you guys give me, um, it will help me upgrade my equipment. It will help me quit my shitty job. Um, it it will it would it it's a support that I, I really need. And I really enjoy what I'm doing. And I hope that you guys are enjoying um, me talking about these subjects. So again, you guys could support me in the description below and also uh, follow me on Podbeam. I'm in the process of putting it um, this podcast on Google's uh, and um, all the other uh, platform as well. So it can make it really easier and for me to, um, so everybody could use their particular uh, podcast platform that they want to listen to the Far Out Wisdom on. So <clears throat> thank you so much for the follow and make sure to comment as well down below so we can keep the conversation going. So anyways, um, t- I am in on the ground and um, while I was connecting my equipment together, um, something popped up um, that I want to bring up. Um, and in my previous podcast, I did mention that I was um, going through some stuff with regarding my son. So if you guys don't know, if you guys are new to the the podcast, my son was diagnosed with autism. Okay, he's on the high functioning part of it. So I'm gonna, I'm going to talk about the beginning of how I knew that something was wrong. So my son was born on May 14th, 2015. Um, the moment that I found out I was pregnant, it was the best thing ever. Um, and uh, I was really happy about my decision to have a baby with the man that I love. And if you guys don't know this, Jeremy and I were really good friends before we uh, started to um, date. So uh, we were friends first for about five years. And then we started to date. And then the I didn't hear from him for about five years. And then he got a job with the state. We went our own separate ways. I was dating somebody else. And then the relationship failed. And then after that, we, you know, that 
we got together and it, we hit off and we have been together ever since. Um, he is going to be on my podcast uh, this coming weekend. Um, and we're going to talk about our relationship and how we make it work. So anyways, when I found out I was pregnant back in September of 2000, 2014. Yes. In September 2014, I, I, of course, I missed my period. Um, but Jerry and I were planning for this pregnancy because we were, we were in our late 20s. So we, I said that I want a baby and I chose Jeremy uh, to be the sperm donor, I guess. And he, we agreed to it and we tried and we succeeded. Um, and I think I think I got pregnant on my birthday. So uh, the conception happened when I was when I would turn 26. And um, the pregnancy was awesome. It, it was, you know, up and down. Um, but I did everything that I, you know, right under the book. I did some research. I wanted to bring my son into this world. And of course I was the mom who, you know, kept track of everything. I went to all my doctor's appointment. Um, I took my prenatal vitamins and of course this was my first pregnancy. So um, yeah, it was a really scary time. I thought I miscarried him uh, the first time, but it was just the plantation bleeding that happened. So I went to the hospital. So it was like all over the place. It was up and down. And then um he was supposed to be born on the 25th of May, but he came a little bit early. So, um, but I, and that he came, he was really healthy. He didn't even cry that much. The, I gave birth. And of course, if I'm going to say I have fourth degree terror. So if you're a woman and you're listening to this podcast, you know that it fucked me up pretty bad. And then everything was good. And then I had postpartum depression and that's going to be an entire different episode that I'm going to talk about uh, well I will go into details about what was going through my head when I was suffering from PPD so anyways great kid great baby ate like a storm breastfeeding was awesome I breastfed him for about six months uh, along with formula so he was a fat little baby everything that I did um, when the moment that he cried I was there the moment that we he was hungry I was there so it was like 24 7 7 days a week and I was like on my game and um, in the beginning of the photos um, I start to notice that Jacob did not want to make eye contact which is you know I thought it was kind of normal um, but it got worse so around two years old he said his first word and that was baby and a friend of ours during that period of time they had a baby uh the same age and Jacob looked at that baby and said I told him I said Jacob who's this who's this and he said baby and that was his first word and that's still his favorite word so then two years old came around two and a half and nothing no communication he, that's the only word that he said and he babbles a lot and that's pretty much it and then we went to his pediatrician and I'm gonna say it out loud Dr. Walls is shit he doesn't care about his patients or anything like that. And this, this is not slander. It's not smear because it's really common that this pediatrician did not care. And it was my fault because I listened to the expert. When when you listen to the when, – when you're a new mom, your pediatrician is your go-to person that you expect to have all the information and the resources that you need for your son, you know. And I, you know, said my concerns and then Jeremy – you know, he was like, you know, Jacob will grow out of it. And 
you know, Dr. Walls did the same thing. And he said, maybe he's deaf. So we thought he was deaf. And so they said, we're not going to do a hearing. During When he was an infant, they did a hearing test and it came back great. So we waited another year and then three years old, nothing. Jacob did not talk at all. And then the tantrums started to happen. He was beginning to get frustrated. He didn't want to eat meat. He didn't want to, you know, those textures. He, everything made him mad. He was, starting, it, it was just like, he didn't talk. We, we, I did everything I could. And being a, his, his mother, I start to know his actions a little bit. I start to, you know, okay, he's hungry. Um, you know, when you're a mom, you just know your child. And so that was easy for me. And I didn't really have a hard time for I didn't it wasn't necessary for him to communicate because mommy knows what he wants. And so I start to notice the, the camera. I start I, I began to take pictures and he just didn't want to look at the camera. He didn't wasn't interested. And we have to repeat. We have to call his name multiple times. And then it was my sister. Uh, my sister Bernerin, she loves my son to pieces and she watches him um, during uh, we have a thing called fair and Jeremy works for the state. So he during fair, which is in October, um, like the fairgrounds and stuff like that, uh, he have to work 16 hour days and then I work in the evenings part time. So uh, my sister Bernerin is the one who takes him during October for about like two weeks, four weeks. And so my sister start, said that he started to tiptoe and he started to flap his arms when he began to be um, his his sensory overload. And so my sister, I recommend you take you to take him to his pediatrician during his next physical and bring up the idea of autism. So three came around and then nope, Dr. Walls refused to accept the fact that he's autistic. And so I said, no, I'm not going to do this. So when he turned four, his next physical, and I waited again, and he started to communicate here and there, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't complete sentences. And if you guys don't know this, my son is really good at telling colors. So if you ask him a particular color, he will explain to you in detail what it is. Like we think green, he will break it down. That's light green. That's forest green. That's He's very OCD about what his colors and, and yeah, so OCD, I start to know OCDs um, start to, to happen. So that's obsessive compulsive disorder. So if you guys don't know this, I have that as well. I was diagnosed with OCD back in 2016. So I start to notice certain things that he did. He want everything orderly. He want things a certain way. He didn't want to do things that, he, you know, that bother him he doesn't like transition so if for for example when it comes to transitioning so you and I could you know get up in the morning we can go to work now him he has to know what's going to happen he has to understand the routine he wants to know okay mommy I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to school and then what what happens next okay then at school I'm gonna go to class and after class I have to go to lunch and so forth so forth he has to know what's going on but if Something happens, like for instance, mommy has to come picking up because of an emergency. It will throw my son off off course, and he's going to throw a fit. So that's pretty common for children with autism. And so, last year when he turned four, I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to take my son to a different pediatrician," and that's what I did. And now fast forward to it's his birthday. It's going to happen and it's, it's going to be next week. He's going to be five years old. And I went through massive shit 
the process was fucking awful. And um, I would the, the the new pediatrician knew right away. Boom, this child has autism. We're going to have to get him diagnosed, but we don't do this in this particular office here. I'm going to I'm going to give you the resources and you're going to follow um, the information that they give you. And it was just like it was just a round of circles. And on top of that is just everything going on in our personal life with our grandmother during that period of time was in the hospital constantly. Of course, she did not tell us about it, but we have to figure it out along the way. So we took him. OK, so the first thing that that happened, the pediatrician, the new pediatrician, um, she said, Let's test his hearing. Maybe he doesn't hear anything. Went to get his ear tested back in October last year. Boom. Hearing perfecto. His hearing is awesome. He it, it he's fine with in that area. We checked his tongue. And um, if you guys don't know this, if your your child is tongue tied, they can't communicate because the fact that his tongue could be, you know, big or, you know, the bottom of it, that that little line that's right there. Um, if you guys could just feel it while you're listening to it, that one. So we thought maybe that was that that's the reason where it's, you know, making it very difficult for him to communicate. No, not at all. When you look at my son, um, if you guys, if I can get him on camera, you guys will see that my son does not appear autistic. So I hate making the argument that you that you have to look a certain way to look autistic. But that's it's pretty common. Like when we went to a thing called the Helm House, there was another child who was autistic and you can just tell. Um, he was tiptoeing. He did not communicate. He was babbling a lot. Um, but Jake was a lot, is a lot different. He's a lot calmer. Um, he, you know, it's awesome with his tablets and he draws and he, you know, listen to like little music, but he doesn't sing and he doesn't talk. He doesn't carry a communication with your child. Now he's getting a little bit better. So as a mom, I said, screw it. I know something's wrong with my son and fuck the first pediatrician i'm gonna go to a a second pediatrician and i did and i and and we went to get his ear checked we get his tongue checked we did everything the whole nine yards and right now he's receiving speech therapy he just got diagnosed um with autism spectrum disorder back in january 7th 2020 and so we're on the right path um he's going to get um diagnosed again with the with the school so they can put him in his own little program and he's receiving speech therapy and he's going to be in school pretty soon um but jacob has gotten a lot better um and i'm in the process of giving him behavior treatment um it's basically like it's a aba so it's it's just treatment for his behavior like he's he's very destructive when he doesn't get his way or um his sensory is becoming overload so they're going to teach him how to control those emotions those anger so uh he won't freak out out and that's um if you're artistic and you're listening to this you understand what i'm talking about because your sensory becomes overload and you don't know what to do with all that emotion all that aggression so it comes out and so he destroyed things i would say that jacob have destroyed a lot of our tvs um we're we're on our fifth one i believe our fourth one and a lot of money has gone to upgrading our, our our tvs and stuff like that and when he gets really angry he destroys electronics so our, his tablet doesn't really look any good we're on his like fourth fifth tablet right now um but jake loves that thing and he loves to draw he doesn't like holding papers or pencils but when it comes to his tablet guys that little dude is an artist but still the communication is not there, but he's becoming a little bit better. He's going to be in school and that's going to help him um, be with other children. So if you guys don't know this, Jacob is my only child, me and Jeremy's only child. 
So everything is going good. Now, what do what lesson that I want to teach you about my experience with my son with autism? <clears throat> and I'm going to say this. If somebody doesn't believe in you or what you what you're saying or what you're for or what you believe in, go get a second opinion. I don't care what it is. So another podcaster friend of mine, uh, Jenner, is experiencing the same thing. And um, his co-hosts, you know, they have issues back and forth, which is pretty common when you are in the process of developing something beautiful or, you know, you have to work with other people. And it takes time. It's like having a band member. And when somebody doesn't believe in what you believe in, do you stay and do you put yourself down? Do you allow them to take control of what you believe in? Or do you just eliminate them, cut them out of your life? And that's the same thing with my son. I knew something was wrong and I believed something was wrong. And I went beyond and above and fought for him to get his diagnosis. And I did. And that's the same thing with what you believe in. Whether you are, I don't know, starting a podcast or you're starting a YouTube channel or you're making music or anything creative or you're beginning a business. If, if a person doesn't believe you, I don't give a fuck, it's an expert. And you honestly believe from your heart that you're doing something that's right for you and your development or anybody in your life, your circles. In my particular situation, it's my son. Then why keep somebody who steps on something that you believe in? You see, there are some things or other podcasts that I have come across that I just, I don't listen to. And, but I follow it. See, when you believe in someone, when you support someone or when you're behind someone, whether they're doing podcasts or where they believe their son has autism spectrum disorder. I recommend surrounding yourself with people who believe the same thing that you do. And for me, I was really grateful that I had my sister to back me up. That saw what I saw. And I was up against, you know, Jeremy's family and, you know, even my family didn't believe that he had autism until I went and fought tooth and nail to get his diagnosis. So that's the same situation that I want to tell you listeners to do the same thing. To fucking fight for what you believe in. If you believe in your heart that you're doing something right and if you're going to make enemies along the way, then so fucking be it. I can tell you this right now. Dr. Balls and I, <laughs> I put a Google review on that man. And his business is <laughs> blue to the fucking ground. And I don't care. He can fucking sue me. Because I depended on him and his expert expertise, I guess. Expertise, quote unquote. And he felt my son. He felt thousands of other little boys. 
and girls who has autism spectrum disorder. And I bet I hope his business fail because nobody like that should be in power. I mean, not in power, but nobody should, you know, if you, you don't believe what you want to do, then don't drag anybody else in the process. And this is guys don't work with anybody who's going to drag your business down. Don't put anybody to work with you when you're just going to pull the slack and the shit that people put themselves through, you know? And this is why I don't have a co-host because I want to do this on my own. Um, and but I have an opportunity on the Mindwave podcast to work with other podcasters. So that's really good networking that I'm really proud of myself because I believe in other people's work and I'm willing to make the sacrifices and the time for their podcast to make them grow because I believe in them. Just like I believe in my son to succeed regardless of his diagnosis. And guys, surround yourself with people who's willing to put the time and effort to see the things that you're singing, to believe the things that you believe. Okay? And it's complicated. Of course, you're going to have people that you, you know, it's your family member that you're going to have to like cut off out of your life. I'm not saying completely. And I'm saying if, you know, mom and dad don't believe what you're doing, just like I went, you know, against my parents with Jacob and I did it. I stepped over their boundaries and their limitations. Oh, I'm sorry. And what they believe that, that my son had and said that doesn't, that doesn't exist. But you have to understand my parents are old school. They come from a country that doesn't believe in mental illness or anything like that. But I went over what they think was wrong with my son. They call him Go. That Go means death in Cambodian. I know it sounds really, you know, disgusting. You know, it sounds like an insult, but that's pretty much the word that they have for somebody that's deaf. And they think that's Jacob's problem. But my son hears. So learn to step over people's boundaries. I'm not saying, you know, don't destroy their fence. But go to the area where it's open. They left it open. Walk through and go to the other side. And of course, they're going to try to shoot you. <laughs> it's stuff like, you know, you're trying to cross the border. But if you believe what you believe in. And I don't know, it could be anything. It could be a project that you're working. It could be the fact that you feel, I don't know, you, you know, I have come across people who believe they're werewolves, but fuck it, by all means, if you're not hurting anybody and you feel like you're a fucking werewolf, be a werewolf, shit, ow, man, whatever. So, you know, I went over and beyond and I fought tooth and nail for something that I believe in, especially for my son, because I love the little man to pieces. And this is my firstborn. And this is my everything. He's my other half. And sometimes you can hear him in the background. Um, but I want you guys to be, you know, with this podcast, I want you guys to be close to me. Not only me, my son. I mean, not only, not only me, my husband, Jeremy, but also my little, our little boy, Jacob. And I want you to get to know us a little bit. And, you know, when you're, you're getting close to me. And with this journey that I'm in, and I'm going to, you know, record it, um, there are things where, you know, there are times when I think to myself that some, some people just don't care about my son. And you're going to feel that. You're going to feel, well, why aren't people 
thinking thinking about me? Why aren't people caring about me? And I'm going to tell you guys, that mentality needs to fucking stop. The person that shit really care about you is the player. And the player is you, fam. That's you. Just like in a video in this a video, video game, that's you. You're the fucking player. Worry about you. Upgrade your 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 equipment. Upgrade your life. Upgrade your status. Do whatever you need to do to worry about you. Then you worry about other people. And that's a Buddhist teaching. Mind you. Okay? Don't be narcissists about it. And like I said many times times before, there's a difference between caring about other people and being a fucking narcissist and don't care about other people, period. That's a that's a psycho. I'm not telling you to be a fucking psycho. I'm telling you to give yourself credit when credit is due and learn to do so. Regardless of what other people have to say about you. And this is the, this is the message that I sent to myself. And I, I, I admire people that I've seen that are just assholes in a good way. <laughs> There's good assholes too that just don't care what other people have to say and to continue to do what they need to do, man. And that's awesome, yo. And if you guys don't listen to Mike Tyson's podcast... Hot boxing with Mike Tyson. Listen to the episode where he did it with William Shatner. And you guys don't know who William Shatner is. He was Captain fucking Kirk. Okay. In the original Star Trek. And they talk about self-esteem. They talk about doing the things that they want to do. Regardless of what people bred them out to be. That's your job. Not nobody else's job. That's your job to determine what you believe in. Or determine who you are. Make you who you are. That's your job. Nobody else's job but yours. And if you believe that you are going to be a successful YouTuber, by all fucking means, do it, man. I don't give a shit. Go on TikTok. I don't give a fuck. As long as you believe in your project and, and what you believe in, fight for it. Just like I did for my son to get his diagnosis. Fight for it. So I have to get ready for work. And like I said, in the information down below you can at venmo you can paypal you become a patreon um any donation that you guys make it makes me upgrade my equipment quit my shitty job and do this full time and it makes me um make time for guests and so forth so as always guys stay unorthodox be fucking different believe in yourself and I know that's kind of cliche and what Jenner, Jenner Zeno from the Mind Wave podcast is going to say. That's kind of gay. And you guys know that he's my gay boyfriend. But that's the message that I want to send to you. And that's that's the things that I've learned in the last couple of months dealing with my son and um, the development of his autism. So keep the conversation going. Tell me about your experience. And if you suffer from autism and you think you have it. Fight tooth and nail to get your diagnosis, even if it's for your son or even if it's for yourself. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but adults can develop, um, not develop, but who has autism when they're young and didn't get the proper treatment can also do that as well. So again, as always, guys, stay far out. Bye.